Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hi friends, welcome to episode 23 of Uncovering the Subconscious. So excited to have you back and welcome back to another episode. Um, So to begin with, I guess I will talk about my past week. It's been an interesting week for sure, Um, an interesting week for London. Uh, It has tested me in a way differently, the differences of living in London versus living in Australia and kind of the safety Um, or even just knowing the differences. Like I've had a few incidents of, I was, for example, I was walking on the street one day and this homeless guy was walking past me and he kind of jumped at me as I was walking past. And I've spoken to other Londoners about this and they're like, no, no, it's fine. Like, it's just something, it's normal. It's not actually a threat. And it's so funny. It's just been an interesting time to compare the differences between the two and not judging London at all for it because it's it's just interesting to see the different cultures and what is the normal and honestly I don't know if it's really the UK or if it's just the city it's living the city life because I'm sure this could also happen in Australia just in more places maybe like Sydney um yeah so that that's starts off with a bit of a negative for the episode but some other positive things is I joined this group called 20s 30s social group which was really really cool and I went to the first event and it was like 60 different people and it was for a walk around this park called Greenwich and it was like a four-hour walk we went around it was so beautiful so nice spoke to so many different people we did some icebreakers at the start and I went up and we had to do Uh, We had to say like a random fact about ourselves, and then the other groups had to make up a fact about us. So it was really funny hearing all the different ones that came out. Um, And then the fact I used was about the podcast. So I did a little plug for myself, which was funny when uh, I had, I think I got over, over, I got asked over 20 times for the rest of that day about my podcast. So yeah, it was it was quite exhausting by the end of it, but it was also great being able to talk about it. Like when you have a passion for something, it it's not that hard to talk about it. So that has been my past week. This weekend is Halloween weekend, uh, which has been fun. We're setting up at work. We're doing pumpkin carving. We've got an event on Monday, uh, which I'm super excited for. This is at the hostel. And then I've got a Halloween party tonight and I'm going to be dressed as a witch. Um, classic, got to get that spiritual side out in my costume. <laughs> and also it is the easiest costume to buy and to find. Um, and then next weekend is my birthday, 26. So super excited for next weekend. By the time I record this, uh, by the time I post this, it will probably be closer to that day. Anyway, this is recorded a bit in advance, but yes. So that was my overview shows how much can actually happen in a week. Cause we're at the three minute mark now. Anyway, so today's episode, episode 23, is called The Dangers of a Hustle Culture. And so this is something I'm really passionate about and I'm really passionate to talk about because it's so relevant in society and uh, the way we live. And it's, yeah, just so important to be discussed. And so just to give an idea of what hustle culture is, it is kind of the burnout culture. It's about working hard and working fast and that you have to work as hard as possible in order to be able to succeed. And in this episode, I'm, I want to state now, I'm going to be talking about it at the point of it being 
dangerous. I'm not really going to be talking about the positives because, yeah, every now and then there can be positives of hustle culture and people look at it in a different way. And so I'm just saying now that I'm not looking at it in the in this way in the episode, but I do understand there is a counter view to it. Um, yeah, so this episode is going to be about the dangers of hustle culture. So a few things I'm going to talk about is what is hustle culture, how to identify it, what the dangers are, uh, both both physical and mental, where hustle culture comes from, how you can break hustle culture and the effects on manifestation, as well as hustle culture and your soul traveler. So what exactly is hustle culture? So as I mentioned, it's known as like the burnout culture or also known as the grind culture. So it's the, this mentality that you have to work all day, every day in order to get to your professional goals. And this can be to the point of like skipping your lunch breaks or working over hours, um, whether you're paid for it or not. It's like a, it's like all these extra hours you put in and that if you don't do it, you must be lazy or you're not good at your job. It's also this idea that you should work 40 plus hours a week, like this idea like that would basically work, you live to work. And it's a lifestyle where like your career becomes your pri- priority in life and you start to lack in the other aspects of your life, such as like hobbies, family time, self-care, like they all take a backseat. Forces you to like work more quickly or aggressively and in the work culture and encourages employees to work more than their normal hours. And it's like you start to think you have to work even when you have free time. So it's like the weekends when you're meant to be at home and you're meant to be relaxing, you're like, you actually spend that time catching up on work so that you can start the week with a fresh mind. It's like your your breaks become your catch-up time instead of your breaks being a time for you to reset. And you become so ingrained in this culture, this hustle culture that Um, even when you do have time to rest all you're doing is thinking of work because that is what has become normal to you is to focus so much on work it's like it carries this overarching belief that the more you do the more valuable you are so the harder you work the more you're important in the business and the harder worker you are and that you're more important because you do more work essentially hustle culture glorifies overworking It, it gives it a badge of honor like you you are you mean more because of you work so much harder and you work essentially when you're not getting paid to do so. And that means you're so much better than those people that stick to their boundaries and work when they're meant to. So how can you identify when you're in a workplace that kind of promotes hustle culture or when you're just in the, you might actually just have those attributes yourself. So in certain workspaces, it is expected that you overwork and it's applauded and it actually even becomes incentivized. So People who overwork will get promotions or get raises and you start to build this like obligation that you feel like you have to say yes to things and you have to say yes to taking on these extra tasks or being on these in these certain groups or attending a certain meeting. Um, Even if like they don't actually matter to your role, like they, you're what you're paid for. This is above your pay grade, but you feel like you can't say no to it because then you're not really proving that you're as good as you can be. And you feel like you'll get judged or you'll lose your job if you don't commit and if you don't push and you go above your pay grade and you work out of hours. And it's very common in the hustle culture to feel like you can't use sick or personal days or even you can't take your lunch break. Like I've worked in a place like this before where 
I, one of my biggest things is I will always take my lunch break. Occasionally like a day or here there, I might miss it on my own guide, but I will always take my lunch break because I'm not getting paid for that hour or that half an hour. So why is it fair that I work that if I'm not getting paid for it? And also I think breaks are so, so important and they're needed. There's a reason it's a legal obligation to have a break. It is because you mentally cannot focus that long and you start to get in like your brain, your eyes, like everything starts to get injured. Like if you're staring at a computer for eight hours a day, what do you think that's doing to your eyes? It is so important to take those breaks because it resets yourself and it makes you come back to work feeling a lot more fresh and you actually work better once you take breaks. It's, it is a fact, but it's like the hustle culture is this idea that people see you take your break and they go, Oh God, well, I didn't take my break today. So why is she taking her break? Like that's a bit ridiculous. Like it is a thing. Like people do it. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And it's even like hustle culture. Like you're away from work, you're home and you, you're still answering calls. You're answering emails. You're like, you're, it's the weekend or it's after hours. It's late at night and you're replying to these calls or emails despite the fact you're no longer at work, like your brain doesn't get the chance to switch off from work. And you also, it's like you force this positivity and you push yourself beyond your boundaries. Like you turn down your feelings. The quote, the quote, the go-to quote is turn down your feelings and turn up your hustle. So essentially you're just ignoring all your emotions and you're not giving your body or your mind a chance to reset. And it's just, it's causing more issues than you realize but it's also just you feel this judgment that if you do take it, then um, you're, people are going to think you're not really a hard worker because you take breaks. So if this is kind of like the emotions you feel, the experiences you have, then this is a huge big sign to identify that you are in a hustle culture envi- environment. So now I want to go through a few more dangers of the hustle culture, which I mean is the whole point of the episode, but I will discuss these more throughout the other categories. But there's there's the thing about hustle culture as i mentioned in the start there are there are positives to it like there's no denying that like working long and hard or starting a side business it has helped people achieve their professional goals before it's it can help them explore their passions and it can some people may feel like they need to do it in order to make enough money to survive um but the people people who hustle and chase this success they it's just it can become such a dangerous trend like it might work the first time but doesn't mean it's going to work every time so when they chase success and they receive and they get to their initial goal they become so addicted to this hustle culture and this hustle workplace that they think that their current success will never be enough so they're always working more they're always putting more hours in they're always going to try and achieve more and go to that next goal and it turns into this workaholic lifestyle when work is your life and you don't really have anything outside of work and a lot of people will live thinking that that's the way they want to be they love their work and they want to be surrounded by their work but if this is the case and look maybe this is the case for you that you do love work and that is your passion but Try and sit down and evaluate the rest of your life. Evaluate the other areas of your life. Evaluate your relationships with your friends, with your family. Evaluate the relationship. Like, do you have a partner? What's the relationship like there? Evaluate your self-care. How often do you put time into your self-care? Or uh, even like hobbies, hobbies that you could have, like other things that you enjoy. Because it's so important to make sure you're just not only focused on one passion in life because 
if you ever have a moment where you realize this isn't what you want to do or if you can't do this passion anymore for some reason then you're going to really struggle so it's really important to incorporate other passions to your lifestyle and as I mentioned like in these workplace cultures where hustle is so important it's like celebrated when you do this and people just celebrate how hard worker you are that they don't look at what negative effects it is actually that overworking actually causes on like mental physical and emotional health like there is a reason that it's this idea of that Mondays no one likes Mondays and it's because it's it's the stereotypical start of the week for most people it is the start of the week and the fact that people dread the first day of the working week should be a sign that we should not be overworking ourselves this much if we dread it this much. So some of the dangers of hustle culture can include like physically like an increase in disease risk. So long working hours can cause blood pressure and heart rate to increase. And obviously this can lead to other issues and other long-term issues. There's also a lot of mental, mental symptoms that can occur. So burnout which we've discussed like burnout is a huge big part of hustle culture and it causes workers to kind of start to feel pessimistic about the results and what they're doing and they start to lack motivation and energy to actually do the work and they just yeah they just lose the passion for it so some of the examples of burnout syndrome uh it will take you longer to do tasks like you start to lose this motivation to do these tasks you start to procrastinate or you avoid it altogether and one of the really really common ones that you'll see with people that um are in hustle culture is they'll start to make more mistakes when your brain is so overworked and your body is so overworked it's so easy to miss little details that normally aren't like little mistakes that normally aren't there and to just look over it it's like if you were to write an essay and you were to read over the essay and there's a spelling error in there your brain is less likely to get it than someone else's brain because you're working so you've been working so hard on it that you know what's meant to be there so you read it as what's meant to be there it's like this awareness test it's like um i don't know if anyone's ever seen the gorilla video but it is worth giving it a look so it's um how aware you can be in a situation and when you're focused on one certain task you won't notice what's happening around it and you'll miss out on really important things so this becoming aware of like more things rather than being so involved in this work and just so focused on getting things done and not willing yourself to have a break and letting your brain reset And you also start to lose interest in your job and the parts of the job that you love. So even if you do have a job where you have a lot of passion in it, when you overwork yourself, you start to lose interest in those parts and you start to despise the job and you start to just not want to be there anymore. There's also a big increase in feeling anxious or depression when people overwork themselves. And the other thing also, you're less able to care for others. You just don't have time to care for others. So you'll find you're more disinterested in the people you love, their stories and like um, any issues they may be having because you, in your mind, you just don't have time. You don't have time to listen to their issues. So you kind of just, you withdraw a little bit from them. And essentially you lose this work-life balance and you lose being able to do the things that bring you joy because you're working so hard you don't get to get that other side. 
So where does hustle culture actually come from? So there's a few different ideas of where people think hustle culture come from, uh, comes from or kind of where it's increased in the past. So one of the things is in the 21st century, uh, due to the Great Recession of 2008, uh, overworking became really popular along, among the younger generations because they felt like they needed to work longer hours. They needed to start a side business in order to achieve success in tough economic climate climate so yeah it was just this great recession really pushed people and pushed their belief system that they had to work hard and you may also notice a lot of older generations with this mindset like kind of like this idea that you can never take a sick day even if you're sitting there vomiting in the toilet you need to push through and I feel like this has been really interesting to see the change because of COVID um, because obviously people haven't been able to just push through because they're literally not allowed out, well, literally weren't allowed out their house if they had COVID. So I think this has allowed a little bit of a change in terms of hustle culture. Um, but you will still see a lot of older generations have this belief that, and I see it in some of my bosses, that they, they don't think you should take a sick day even if you're really sick. Um, which I personally, I think is stupid. I, I think there are some people that take advantage of sick days and use it when they shouldn't. However, I think also if you're sick, is it really worth passing it on to people and making more people unwell? Um, also, hustle culture is really strong in women because historically women have been really underestimated and been told that they were born for things that are less valuable. And so women often tend to think they need to spend most of their lives proving to others how much they can do. So hustle culture can be really strong in women for that fact as well. So then what can you do to break hustle culture? Uh, how, kind of like how do you get out of it, especially if you're in a workplace that is already quite adapted within within the culture, the hustle culture is quite adapted within the workplace. So one of the things, don't compare yourself to other people. When you get in this mindset of having to be the same or better than a colleague, you're always going to be trying to work harder than is necessary. Because if you're always trying to outdo the other person and they're trying to outdo you, it's always going to be this growth. I've got to be better than them. They've got to be better than me. Anyway, it ends up being this big tangle of trying to be better than someone. And also people have different strengths. You can't compare yourself to other people. It's just impossible. Another tip is to know your limits, set clear limits and boundaries. For example, if you're not getting paid for it, then you shouldn't be doing it. So if you're working out of hours, but you don't get paid for it, then why are you doing it? So many people, this is actually so embedded into people that I've I've, had, I've t- spoken to people about this before and they're like, but everyone else does it. Like, why should I have my lunch break when no one else does? But that's not fair. You're not actually getting paid for it. So why shouldn't everyone just be taking their lunch break is the real question. Um, it's just, it's so embedded into us that we have to work these extra hours and that we shouldn't be getting paid for it because whatever reason, like it's just insane. So set your boundaries and if you're not getting paid, then don't be doing it because you're not living to work. Like you, the reason you get paid to work is because you were putting your efforts and your skills into something else and you're helping them make money out of it so that is why you get paid for it so otherwise you're just giving your skills for free and you're breaking these very obvious boundaries so a good tip to do is also find a hobby so often if you can find yourself with spare time at home it can be really automatic to try and start filling that up with more work so you're sitting there you're like oh I haven't really got anything to do right now 
I'm a little bit bored. Well, why don't I do some work and get some tasks ticked off my list? Again, you're doing free work. You're doing free labor. Like you're putting your skills and you're not getting anything in return. So find a hobby. Find something that you can do when you have those moments of boredom. So something that you can bring another passion into and something that you can feel fulfilled by doing that isn't related to work because you have plenty of time during the week to do work. Also keeping track of your energy levels. So start a journal and start... um, at the end of each day, journaling about what went well, what didn't, and see if you can notice any patterns in this hustling work culture. And schedule rest days. So on your weekends off or whatever days you have off, schedule a rest day. One day a week, you should have a rest day. Normally the typical is Sunday, but whatever day it is for you, have a day off. And this means a day off from everything. When you can let your mind relax, do a hobby, do something that you enjoy, whether that's watching TV, reading a book, Um, even try and like at least decrease the exercise if like if you normally go to the gym try and let yourself have a day off or if gym is a hobby then sure keep doing it but um, just try and let yourself just have a day that you can reset and if you end up being really really bored and it feels like a bit of a drain of a day like just remember this just gives you more motivation to do more things tomorrow so it's just nice to let your body reset and let your mind reset and let it just think about nothing for a day as I stated with the boundaries take breaks especially the ones that are mandatory unpaid ones. So when you have a break during the day that you don't get paid for, take that break. Because believe it or not, you might think working through that break is going to benefit you more, but it doesn't. When you take that break, you allow your brain to reset and it actually allows you to do better work. And if you don't believe me, try it one day. See how much more motivated you are when you've taken a break and you've let your brain have a bit of a rest. And how your energy levels will be so much higher as well, especially if you like allow yourself to eat some food and bring that energy level higher. Another, now not everyone will be able to do this, but something you could also try is to get part-time work. So do work four days a week instead of five days. Um, because why the hell are we spending the majority of our life working? Like we have seven days in a week and we work five of them. Like that is, That is insane to me that this is so normalized. So try even working four days. So the UK has actually done a study and I think Australia is meant to do it next. Um, It was on on a news page. I was reading about it. And so they did this study where they wanted to see if people could work four-day weeks instead of five-day weeks. And they found that four-day weeks were actually just as efficient as if people had worked five days. So see if, you, if you're in an industry where you can drop that one day, try and do it because it's amazing giving yourself that extra day, how it can be so efficient for your life. And the final advice I'm going to say is quit your job and travel. And I'm only half joking. I say I'm half, joke, I'm half joking, but I'm not really joking. And I will go more into that when I talk about this whole traveler. So how does hustle culture have effects on manifestation? So it is important to note manifestation does, I do believe it does require some inspired action, at least some inspired action. However, as it says, it requires inspired action and the action cannot be inspired if it's coming from a place of hustle, of busyness, of uh, being overworked, of burnout, like that is not inspired. And the thing is the universe always has your back and it will send you opportunities to take action on your manifestations. But if you're so overworked and burned out, burnt out, you're not going to be able to recognize these opportunities and you're going to have so many opportunities of hustle versus manifestation that you're not going to be able to recognize what one is what. 
essentially like this hustle culture, it turns you into a robot with an objective to achieve the goal no matter what it takes and you can achieve it. But at what cost are you achieving it? Like what opportunities have you missed out on that is going to be so much better for your career, for your life, for your manifestation? So there's a really good book called Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein, and I'll put it in the details below. And it actually teaches you how to do less in order to achieve more. So the whole book is, it's actually about essentially how even ditching some of the manifestation techniques. So you take it as you will, like take it as your belief system allows, but it talks about like even vision boards and meditation and manifestation, like kind of, it's called manic manifesting. So trying to force a situation to happen, just like the hustle culture, trying to force things to happen by working extra hard and pushing more. It actually pushes your manifestation further away which I do believe that I do believe when we try too hard on the topic our mindset is changing and the emotions we're feeling uh changes because we're like I'm but I'm putting so much into it why isn't it working like why isn't this working and we turn into a state of manic instead of the feel-good feelings that we're meant to be feeling to manifest so the book it teaches that manifestation all you need to do is feel good and when you make your when you make feeling good a priority then you'll become a magnet for what you want rather than forcing things to happen, rather than hustling, rather, rather than just doing that extra hard work. It's take a step back and allow it to come to you. Uh, I would recommend reading that. It's a really, really good book. And the final thing I want to talk about is hustle culture and your soul traveler because that is what that is what we're going to be learning. That's who we want to learn to embrace. Um, so I want to talk about this by kind of talking about my own story. So I worked a nine to five corporate job and it was in my industry and it's everything I thought I wanted. It was literally what I was trying to manifest for the year before, but hustling came as like an unsaid part of that job. So it was a very hustle culture kind of job. And I quickly learned that when I started the job, but I found it really hard to leave once you were there. I did, I did, I am proud. I did keep my boundary of lunch breaks and I made sure that I always took my lunch breaks because like they were unpaid and I always tried to leave on time and majority of the time I did, but it was really, really hard because like I always felt judged for it because not only did my coworkers not take their lunch break, but they also worked back. And I felt like by me setting my boundary and sticking to it, I was actually getting judged for it. And it was so hard and it was working in that job was just, it felt, it made me feel really bad because it was very, very much about the hustle culture. And I've heard, I've also heard other stories of people who they were judged for leaving early and, um, and by early it was their finished time. So when they stopped getting paid, so they left on the time that they stopped getting paid and they'd get judged for it. And see March, 2022, so March this year, um, I had kind of reached my limit with it and I decided this wasn't for me. I, the hustle culture, I did not like it. I thought it was, I just thought it was wrong in so many ways. And so I decided to quit my job and I decided to travel the world. And so I moved to the other side of the world and I stopped putting the priority as my job. Like that, that was the issue with that job is it required for your top priority in life to be the job. And that is so messy because we can always find time for things, but the only way we can find time for things is if we put it as one of our top priorities. And when you're putting your job as like your top priority and you're always overworking, you're losing all this time for other things that are so important in your life. So I stopped putting my job as my top priority and I started putting enjoying my life as my top priority. And that is when I embraced my soul traveler. And now I have a job that is, it's, 
It's a four day, it's part time, so four days, 7.5 hours a day. And I love it. And I love it. And I know how to set my boundaries with it. And yes, sometimes I might cross those boundaries, but it's also a good reminder that I need to reset it. But I love my job. I enjoy it. I don't dread going into work. And I live on the other side of the world and I get to travel. I get to travel on the other side of the world while doing a job I love, while working on my business. And I love it all when that is what is important to me. And so by embracing the side of your soul traveler, you open yourself to so many new opportunities. So I never would have found this opportunity. I never would have even known that working in a hostel is actually, I like it reaches so many of my values. And because I was so closed off, I was so stuck in that nine to five job that um, it a well-paying job, except I was still on the probation rate. So it wasn't really well-paying for me then, but it's just like, you're stuck in this idea of like money and getting like fed money. And do you know what a big thing for me, and this can change depending on your values as well. But even if I was offered a similar job to last one at triple or quadruple my pay rate, I wouldn't take it because I love, I love my job and I enjoy it. And I like the fact that I don't dread. And I, sometimes I'm at home and I'm like, I'm actually, I, I, I'm excited for work tomorrow. Like I have my day off and I enjoy my day off, but I'm excited to go into work and I found my passion for it. So when I said quit your job and travel the world, I actually did mean it. I said I was half joking. That's a lie. I meant it. Like sometimes it can be really beneficial, but also sometimes you don't, you may not want to travel across the world. So do it in different ways. Quit your, quit your job and find a different job or try something else go for that lower paying job that you've been offered to sit because it might actually be something you really love because the more you allow your soul traveler to take the reins your logical mind can start seeing things more clearly and start allowing the better opportunities to come through so that brings us to the end of the episode and I really hope that you found this episode helpful and that you can kind of see this side of the hustle culture and how toxic it can be. Again, like I said at the start, this is um, this is the side of the dangers of hustle culture and I'm sure you can find other ones talking about hustle culture in a different light. Um, but no, yeah, this I, I personally, I have a belief that hustle culture can be really toxic And it's important to just be aware of it and make sure you set your boundaries so it doesn't turn into that hustle culture because you can still work hard and do good at your job without it being a hustle culture. Like my hostel job, I still work hard. I still love it. Um, I still put a lot of effort into it, but I don't break my boundaries. So I'm not doing unpaid work. I'm not doing work I shouldn't be doing. Like you stick, as long as you stick to your boundaries, it's not going to be that toxic hustle culture. Um, so yeah, anyway, end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please let me know what you think of the episode. If you have any um, any advice on episodes you'd want to hear, anything you want to, any particular topics you want to hear about. Um, my, You can find me on Instagram, either uncovering subconscious full stop podcast or soul traveler full stop coach. Or on TikTok is also under soul traveler full stop coach. And I'll also put them at the bottom of the episode. And of course, as always, I'm going to end on uh, this one's a bit of a strange but funny travel story. So (laughs) this is from a few years back uh, when I was in university. We went to China um, as a research project trip. And when we first got there, so we all went in taxis. Me and two other girls went in one taxi 
and obviously like uh, we couldn't really communicate with the taxi driver because uh, they didn't speak English and we didn't we could only speak English so anyway we were driving and the taxi driver went out of the airport and um, the our teacher had given the address to the taxi driver anyway he just suddenly like pulls over to the side of the road and us girls are just all looking at each other, us three people pleaser girls that are all too scared to actually say something, just staring at each other. This is why they say it is very common for women to be targeted. Um, I would very much recommend if something like this happens, do feel free to question. Don't be that people pleaser that gets murdered on the side of the road. Um, it is not worth it. Not that we got murdered. It's okay. The story ended fine. But anyway, so he pulled, he pulled over to the side of the road and just started taking all our suitcases out of the car. And again, none of us said anything or too scared to say something. So we all just kept looking at each other like, oh my God, what do we do? Like, what is happening? Um, he got us to get out of the taxi. Uh, we got out and there was another taxi driver there. And he started like packing into the other taxi driver's car. And all of us went, okay. And we went and jumped in the next taxi driver, next next car. So I don't know, maybe it was a scheme. Maybe like this taxi driver couldn't... Um, couldn't pick up from the airport I don't know the logistics behind it we we just didn't question it and we just went for it and we just hoped hoped like hell that we went where we're meant to go and we did and we got there safely and the end of the story ended up being okay but it was just a really strange occurrence and it's a really good idea to uh, moral the story do do feel free to question things that don't seem right um it is in your prerogative to do so. Anyway, that is the end of the episode and the end of my strange taxi driver story. Um, and thank you so much, guys, for listening. Don't forget to your embrace your soul traveler. Bye, friends.